0: Welcome to The Big Stream. I'm Kyle Koster. I'm here with Stephen Douglas. The Succession finale was last night. We've had about 14 hours to digest what we saw, uh, to cook up our own think pieces.
1: Let's start right here. Did you like it? Yeah, I thought it was really good. It kept the tension um, going and had a little twist at the end. And I believed Every bit of how it played out, I guess my my one, uh, not a huge problem, but the, them going to wherever the mom was, like in this, on the eve, uh, and they're like, I'm, I'm basically taking a long weekend over the next uh, eight hours. It was a little, little much, but otherwise, yeah, it was good. I think it felt like the rest of the series. It was a great wrap up, great ending. Um, so I think they nailed it.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think you can't talk about the show without trying to measure it up against other all-time great series. The Sopranos, obviously. That finale was pretty groundbreaking and and I think met with a lot of apprehension and and dislike in the moment, but I think has aged beautifully. uh, The sense where they kept it open-ended. I think that people liked Breaking Bad's ending. I did not. I found it way too tidy and I was disappointed by it. The Seinfeld finale... I loved it. I think other people really hated it. I understand why they did it, but with succession, it was kind of a nonstop thrill ride of jostling you all over the chessboard because for 90 minutes, we went in one direction, then the other, and we zigged and we zagged and we didn't really have a final moment of a death or something totally unbelievable. It kind of felt like death by a thousand paper cuts. And eventually We're left, like we predicted, in that boardroom with a vote happening, but with an unlikely successor in Tom. Wrapping it up like this is going to mean that subsequent viewings of it, when people who didn't watch it in real time are going to go into it and watch from episode one until the finale, they're going to have their eye on Tom to see what we missed. And I immediately thought of this. There's been, there was a kind of an internet thing happening over the past few days from an unlikely source. Someone on TikTok said, Hey, why is this person named Wamsgans? And said, well, possibly it was named after this baseball player, Bill Womsgans, who was, you know, a utility guy, not a hall of famer by any stretch of the stretch of the imagination, uh, but has the honor of turning the only unassisted triple play in world series history. And then, in the premiere of this series, we see the baseball game where the kid is offered a million dollars if he can hit a home run. Shiv throws the ball to Tom at Tom's pleading. Tom tags the kid out, also touches home plate. There's a ton of symbolism there. I wrote about it this morning. I know it's a bit of a stretch, but my point is if you wanted to see it through the lens where we were always headed in this direction, that was so unbelievably set up in great narrative storytelling. What is your sense uh, on the Tom side of things when they decided ultimately that it was going to be him? And if this was the plan from the get go, what was your read on all that?
1: Well, yeah, I think if you go back through and I mean, you'll be able to look at every scene with Tom and be like, oh, yes, it's so obvious. Um, but I, I think it was. But I mean, also, like at the end of last season, Tom was the choice by Logan. So I mean this that's the important thing I think is that this wasn't something that was out of left field. This wasn't like the people who are like pointing out the 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 many reasons that Greg would suddenly become CEO of a billion dollar company three years after he was in a mascot outfit. This is a corporate riser who has been playing playing the game wonderfully, the Game of Thrones, the game of succession. He's the entire time he's sucked up to. Well, I mean, his own wife said he would uh s the biggest d in the room at all times, so I mean, this is what he was there. He he wasn't there to make friends, uh, he was on the reality show succession to uh become the CEO of Waystar Royco. I think if we go back and watch from again, we are going to see a lot of stuff. I mean, jumping to uh Kendall. I mean, you saw stuff, and when the the Sibs had their their big one of their big meetings last night, uh, the, he Logan had promised it to everyone, uh, and it was clear that that was just his way of toying with them and controlling them, uh, and I th- and it was Shiv was like, I don't think he cared about anything besides what he was doing at that moment, um, and for Kendall to reveal like, he told me when I was seven that I was the one. It's just, it's just the way that he did everything. And Tom was the last one, and then he was in the right spot to uh, suck up to uh, to Matson, and it worked out for him. And he was, he was ready to stab anybody in the back. It was, it was perfect timing.
0: Yeah, multiple things can be true at the same time. Uh, one, Tom played a brilliant game, um, and he's always wanted it more. I mean, he was willing to go to prison. He was always <laughs> loyal to Logan. He seems really competent at the ATN stuff. And I don't think that he's ever been a buffoon. You know, it's like be standing next to Greg kind of puts him buffoon adjacent there for laughs. But I think that he's always had some sort of acumen for what he's doing. Um, Now, having said that, I also think like going back to the triple play thing, it doesn't take any skill to turn a triple play. Okay. It's about being in the right place at the exact right time. And he only got this because we learn that it's not a job that anybody wants i mean they want it in their core but day to day it's going to ruin you and and they all know that like kendall says he can't do anything besides this but he also couldn't do the job and he sells it to his siblings saying look this is really a horrible gig that i'm willing to die for when tom is approached on his third hang with lucas matson I mean, Madsen says, I don't want anybody who has ideas. Um, I want a pain sponge because I'm going to cut close to the bone. You're going to have to be eat a lot of crap for me. And then he throws the cherry on top where, hey, by the way, at some point down the road, I'm going to bang your wife. (laughs) And Tom knows that. I mean, he understands that this is his chance and he sold out himself uh, and who he was to get at that point so he will willingly take it but on paper and in reality it's not going to be a pleasant experience for him we see in the final scene the respect is what he wants where he's doing the triumphant walk and everybody has to look at him differently and he finally feels like he's he belongs which has been a series long quest uh going from you know just kind of a an average minnesota family uh to the top of the top of this echelon and if Matson is not the person who is uh, going to be buying Waystar, he never would have had a chance. And Matson's basically doing it because he knows that he's not a threat and he knows he can be uh, an empty suit. So there's a lot to digest there um, when you think about what the show is trying to say about the world, which it felt to me like this is a show that's been trying to capture the current zeitgeist in, in a lot of ways and has done a masterful job. So my feeling of being a little bit—I don't want to say underwhelmed—but when it became clear that it was going to be Tom, you're damn right. I was looking for one last twist, like one last, like oh, but we gotcha. But I think after a little bit of time to think about it, this is perfect because this all rings really true about the types of people who who, who ascend to these situations. Throw in Tom's like complete laissez-faire approach to swinging the election or furthering our country's descent into into civil war, and it's just yes, that's how we read stories every day about CNN's Chris Light and the ilk that is just like really this guy, this mediocre person who is just kind of like white breaded themselves into the place and has no true north star outside of maintaining that corner office. To me, I think that that was a brilliant capstone on what this whole series has been about, which is like, on one hand, it would have been more satisfying for the audience to see one of the kids uh, ultimately succeed in a weird way. But I think this was the right and proper way to go. And I think any other ending, uh, if Kendall gets it, it's only going to pretend horrible things for him in the future. And it wouldn't have felt like that finality. Tom has the milk toast. Um, commitment to like the homeostasis that you feel like for a few years, this is just going to be the role. And there's no way back for any of the kids outside of Shiv, who uh, is going to be arm candy in a, in a loveless marriage, trying to pull the strings on someone who he himself is a puppet.
1: Yeah. I think Tom was kind of the only way when they decided that they wanted to end it after four seasons, Tom's kind of the only way that you can end it because If it's any of the kids who end up in charge, then there's still the opportunity for for the jockeying, for trying to get back. But with them selling, with Tom becoming the CEO, you can end it. Shiv is not, she's she's there, but she's not involved. She's just going to be Tom's wife. Kendall is broken for the thousandth time and he's just, you know, staring out the water um and there's there's no path for him back uh roman is just he's he gets to call out like this is all bullshit and i mean it is it's all bullshit and what what became painfully clear um in all the stuff at the mom's house was that this is just three kids playing a game um with one who re- who one who has to win one who wants to win but can't and another who who is just being dragged along and forced to pick sides. And when they finally, they joke about killing Kendall. And then they're like, it's you. You can have it. You win. You're the king. And then they have the whole scene in the kitchen where, I mean, that's just three kids in their mom's kitchen after playing a game, just doing some bullshit and making a mess. Um, So Tom is the only way. And. I mean they could have they could have stretched this out for like three more seasons. Um there was so much left to do. Um they didn't have to do Tom today. Like I, I'm watching Ted Lasso and the this is the third and final season and they're just they clearly have just they decided they were finished after three three seasons and they're just taking everything that they had written on the whiteboard for an idea and they're just they just stuffed it into this final season. Like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do this. And it's just an absolute mess. And you're like, there's no way there, I don't want to, I don't want this to keep going on, but succession. I'm truly sad because it is so good. It was still so entertaining and grossing on a week to week basis. And obviously all the performances were so great. So, I mean, th- this was really the only way to wrap it up and, and you could tell Jesse Armstrong in like the uh, in the feature ad afterwards, he's like, we just decided it was t- decided it was time. This is how we end it. I mean, there, there was just clearly so much more story. They could have told if they wanted to, but I mean, obviously it was just very, it was a big, it's a big undertaking to do it so well.
0: Yeah. The scene with the three kids, I think will be what I remember from the finale because it's probably one of my favorite ones of, of these four years. Um, them making a meal fit for a king, making him drink the disgusting concoction, dumping it on his head. I don't even know how you would explain the clothes that Kendall was wearing, but everything was just pitch perfect. To watch Emmy-winning performance after Emmy-winning performance from so many of these actors and the three striving siblings all being in the same place, that was the first time they really felt like a family having fun. I couldn't remember a time where they had been so lighthearted Uh, And like the weight of the world wasn't on them. It's as if they realized this was all coming to an end. And I think that, yeah, maybe that was like, you know, that's just a glimpse at the world that of what could have been. If the stink of Logan hadn't been on these kids, like you said, from age seven And, and just, you know, they they were set up to fail. Uh, yeah, I mean, Connor got away. That was always an option. But the gravitational pull of Logan Roy in that family company uh, sort of doomed them. But just to see the different emotions for them. Uh, happy Kendall is always great. Shiv seems resigned to it, but also happy like... The discussions between her and Roman about what they were going to do were really awesome. Uh, And that felt like that kind of felt like conversations I would have with my siblings about something going on with the parents or our kids or something like that, where it's just like, look, we understand it's not great and we don't really like this person. But I think deep down we know like this is the this is the right thing to do. Uh, even if it's hard, even if it's not what we want to, like we're in this together to see them band together. We got like one last little whisper of, um, you know, which has been great on the show is when they're working together. Um, it's never better. When you talk about the final season, after Logan was gone, uh, it this enormous hole was there to be filled. And I had my doubts how big of a role Matson would have in filling it. Uh, Turns out quite significantly and Skarsgård's evolution in this universe, I think is something that will be overlooked because he was this aloof tech billionaire and largely a jerk, Um, but he stepped his game up. It seemed like he got cleaner cut, which I thought was really interesting. He had like a nice haircut uh, and he was getting his stuff in order and paper was Shiv and they made a great team, but ultimately he was not someone who could be trusted uh, and he made his decision. It's interesting that the decision was made um, not by Logan, not by the board, not with anybody of institutional knowledge of what this thing was. It was someone from the outside. So all along, we thought that there was some sort of control. I think that all the Kids prided themselves on having control of every situation. And in the end, it just was a parlor game of who he said it to at last, uh, who could hang out and take shots with Matson the best, and ultimately will be Tom spent so long trying to become Logan Roy without actually becoming him personality wise, when in reality, all he kind of had to do was be himself and like that lesser version of himself because they weren't looking for the squeakiest wheel. They weren't looking for a home run hitter uh, to assume the throne. They were looking for uh, someone who could just kind of blend into that world and not blot out any of the spotlight for Matson and Gojo and what he
1: wanted to do. Scar was very good. He kind of looked more professional, but then like I, he was barefoot a lot. Um, you know, in the last episode, he's kind of, he's I think he even signed the papers in, sweat, in sweatpants. That was another one other complaint was like when they're when they're at the bar or the restaurant or whatever, and they're having the conversation at the bar, they're having the conversation in Swedish uh, and Greg just pulls up as a Swedish to American translator. And he's just like, can you guys speak into the microphone so I can uh, get the juiciest nugget possible? Now, that was was a a tad bit convenient Whatever you know, he had his his uh, his crew there with him. And he he did the shouting and uh, directing at the right times, and he pulled it together. Um, it's just crazy how it had to work out for him that uh, Shiv had a uh, last minute crisis of conscience, where she's like, "Well, it, it can't be my brother because he killed someone." Um, so, if if not for for Shiv uh, chickening out, or like if if the votes had gone in a different order, uh, he. He might not be our Waystar CEO today, or not CEO, owner.
0: Greg uh stumbled his way into getting decimated on pay, uh, but also retaining Castrated. his job. Yes. I mean, it, yeah, it was it was bad for Greg, but not as bad as it could have been. Tom decides that uh, you know, he's a he's a dirt bag. Uh he's fucking <laughs> awful, but uh he's got just enough pull to keep him around. So in some ways, A happy ending for Greg. I I think the whole narrative like you talked about at the beginning where this was going to end with Greg getting the throne. Thank God it didn't. That would have been really stupid to me. Uh, It would have strained credulity. Tom and Greg and Tom and Shiv, I think upon reflection, are like the gravitational pull of this show. And Tom's relationship with both of them, I think were two of the most rewarding and also challenging Uh, Across this universe, maybe we started to pick up on it, um, season two, season three, with the Tom reps and him emerging as as a serious contender. But it's really been interesting to watch Greg's metamorphosis uh, from Dundering Fool to kind of like Tom Light, and then Shiv's metamorphosis from Shiv Roy next in line for The Crown to business slash relationship partner to the person who ultimately has the power. And I think on upon rewatch, that's going to be the biggest thing for me is like, how did those two dances work out? And Tom handled both, I think, with great aplomb, because it could have gone off the rails any number of times for him. Um, and he kind of got there by having the softest touch. He got there by taking a lot of crap and not blowing up and just living to play another day. He was not, he'll never be Logan, but I think that there were signs there that he was a lot like the C-suite people uh, who said that they should have cut him down when he was in the cradle, like Tom and Frank, but it's a survivor's game much like the game survivor and Tom's strategy <laughs> was really good. And ultimately, you know, it comes to like a tribal council, like do people like you Shiv really doesn't, like her brother. She loves him. People find Tom inoffensive. Uh, he's the most charming, and he's able to, like, build relationships with the stated goal, I feel, of being, like, the subservient one, but look at how far that can bring you.
1: The funniest character of the entire show. He's just been so good at just adapting and just doing it in a much more... He's doing what Greg's doing, but he's doing it so much classier. He's he's Greg after Greg went to finishing school. Um, It's so great that Greg is just willing to sell out everyone and anyone, no matter how related uh, they were to him or how good or how many times they threatened to cut his uh, penis off throughout the series. Tom did a great job of not giving it away to Greg. Uh, Greg had to find out on his own uh, with his as a recording device, which is a, a fancy way of saying a telephone. So Greg, Greg found out the Shiv news and he betrayed Tom. And, and it's great for Greg because Greg has a nickname around the office now, Judas, uh, which is going to be fun. Greg is now the Greg of the CEO, which is a uh, pretty high for a, uh, Greg. So, I mean, it was, it's good to know he was making uh $200,000 to, uh, Basically uh, carry Tom's shit, getting castrated on pay down to uh ten to $20,000 or whatever. Uh, there will probably be a nice little bump up again. I, I love the way that, that just that entire relationship, the entire series, and then to have them um, have an actual physical confrontation in the bathroom was great um, because Tom had wanted to fight Greg before, <laughs> uh, which is some of the other funniest uh, parts of the series. If they wanted to keep going, they could. There's plenty here. That's just succession made a calculated decision to go out on top, and I think that's what they managed to do.
0: Totally agree. Uh, excellent segue because I think one of the things that I enjoyed the most about last night was the abruptness of the goodbyes. Um, Romans was my favorite where he went in there all pissed off uh, and, and signed – barely stopped to sign the document and, and and took off just kind of into irrelevance uh, much like he disappeared into the street. Um, Shiv, we didn't linger on her decision about why she did it. Uh, it was made quick. Uh, it wasn't drawn out. Kendall too goes back in the room and and Frank, who's been like the fatherly figure to him this whole time. like, son, you don't have the votes. It's seven to six. He realized that he's played his last card. We see him, walking out, uh, down to battery park to take in a sunset by the water with Colin, basically the grim reaper of death, uh, following him around. Uh, he's, he's got no place to go. Connor. We're just left to assume that, you know, he's going to go ahead and get to have that long, long distance relationship. Both he and Willa are craving, so it's going to work out for him. But I, was, I like that we didn't li- I like that we didn't linger on all of these. They got in. they got out, and I thought that that really helped them land,
1: yeah. um, I was gonna say with Con- Connor, I mean, that's another loose end that it seemed like this election thing was going to be like the driving force of the season in the trailer. And then it's just like we had election night. We mentioned it a few times during the funeral. We mentioned it in the finale where she was like, might not happen. never know. And which led to one of the funnier parts where Will is coming to terms with the fact that Connor might not go across the world and leave her to uh, be a fun theater kid again. They kind of briefly just gave a glimpse, tied everything up, and just like, that's all you need. And for for Kendall, when he goes down to the water, I mean, for a brief second, you're like, is he going in? Because, I mean, we've seen Kendall in the water before. Um, was, was it you who thought he might, he might die in the ocean a couple weeks ago? Um, you know, they very easily could have done that. And, you know, it wouldn't have been a big shock. It wouldn't have been – people would have accepted that as something that happened. Because, like, I mean, the guy's life just – I mean, except for the billion dollars he probably got, uh, his life is over. He's empty. His family has left him. Uh, we don't know what the, this presidential election that we're never going to find out anything about, uh, has will affect how it will affect his family. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, it was just such a strong choice to have him go down there and just be broken, have him walk alone, with Colin trailing behind, um, and then just sit there and just let the the pain wash over him. And it really, I mean, it, it perfectly uh, encapsulated how he is going to be feeling for quite some time, I would assume.
0: Yeah, I think the word that comes to mind for me is judicious. And the show did such a good job of being judicious, like taking us up to the brink many times. but uh, mm-hmm. maybe really only going over the edge with the season one finale with the waiter, Um and Logan. Um, but I mean Kendall had his own brushes with that. There were times where he would stare out above a large balcony, uh, contemplating jumping. Maybe you that was in play when he got on the elevator. If he would, I thought for a second maybe he's going up, but no, he's going down. It just ending it after four seasons ending it in this way that was not this holy crap, can you believe what succession did? I think is it's it's like to me. It's almost like a sign of maturity, and the show has felt so refined and so meticulously planned down to by excruciating detail that if they had gone for something absolutely insane in the final episode, I think that that would have sullied a little bit of like the blocking and tackling that they've done uh throughout the entire enterprise to get us here. Another, thing i wanted to mention which i thought was smaller and ultimately didn't mean anything but i think was really kind of reflective of what these people's lives have been like for their entire lives is when they're all congregated at their mother's house um peter munyan comes in with a business <laughs> associate uh to soft pitch them on something that seemed like a real scam i mean it's like housing you know you're not going to want your parents in there. Uh, but uh, you know, they're going to be fine. We're not going to abuse them too bad. And it's just like the most awful thing that you've ever heard. And it really struck me as important because they've been hearing some form of that forever. Like everybody's been trying to use them as an elevator to get where they're going. And now that that And they don't really have time for it, but you also think that they kind of like delighted in it a little bit. Like they thought it was funny. They thought it was bad. They were able to look down on everybody and savor that power one last time, albeit in a a very low stakes situation. Like obviously, you know, even though there were creamy margins, they weren't exactly going to be chomping at the bit to do it. But I just thought that that will like, again, was another thing that like took me inside this family and what the day-to-day has been like for the entirety of their lives not just the one that the show has captured and it made me understand a little bit more why they are the way that they are not to feel compassion for them but it it's like they painted a picture um around the margins a lot but without like providing a caption that'd be like, oh, this is happening now. And I just think that all the small choices we saw, whether it be an ancillary character coming in for a big moment or lingering on a shot for longer than expected, it's just so metered out in a way that made it feel enormous and big in the moment. But essentially a lot of these scenes that we were seeing were not spectacular or ultimately meaningful but i think it's like they gave care to the small things so the small things feel like a big thing and that way you can have an ending that is like okay maybe it's not something that is going to be one of the most memorable things uh, to end a series ever i don't think it's it's not like don draper inventing the coke ad or anything that's a little bit big picture like that but it still had the heft and the weight and felt fully rounded
1: yeah, it's like, this is the the board meeting tomorrow is the, it's like, it's life or death for them. And for the mom, it's just, are you guys coming to dinner? Because also my husband's friend, uh, he he's got something to pitch you. Yeah, it was just extremely awkward to have, they're having this nice, they're trying to have this nice little meal, but it's all, it's all her guilting the kids to like, you know, try and come and spend some time with me. But also, while you're here, uh, we've got a great opportunity for you in this setting where they've got this. They're eating dinner next to the uh, to the outdoor living room, uh, which is a short walk from the uh, bar on the beach that they have. Uh, and then getting back to New York, they're they're taking the private jets, and they've got the cars all in uh, in in their procession. Um, and I think one of the, one of the things that if you blinked, you missed it. Um, Jess left Kendall to work for Shiv, uh, which was, I, I, I can't imagine Kendall. I, I I'm surprised that that was a scene like either Kendall going, what the fuck are you doing here? Or, uh, just like saying something to Shiv because that was, I mean, poor Jess, poor Jess, Jordan, uh, she should have went to work for tom uh maybe there'll be an opportunity for her now but uh she 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 went with the wind and uh it, it changed directions on her
0: maybe the last question to answer here is uh do we think that shiv made the right choice for herself and for the company yes well i
1: mean for the company who knows who knows what matson will ultimately do with it I mean, she had no confidence in Kendall. Uh, That was just to keep it there and screw over Tom and screw over Mattson. She, I mean, she tommed it. She, she played, she picked Tom and then she immediately went back to Tom, which is something that she had been thinking about before. Would you be, is there anything there? And Tom was like, you know, I, I don't know. Uh, just about as cold as i mean god what a what a delightful relationship to uh raise children in but as as the uh as the mother pointed out it's like she's like oh a board meeting i haven't had dinner plans ruined by a board meeting before like this is just their lives and this is all these super important things that i mean ultimately as roman said they're all bullshit all right we're going to be back for the final
0: ever edition of buy or sell stock up stock down maybe this time we actually decide what it's called all right it's time for stock up stock down buy or sell whatever you want to call it It doesn't matter the name it's all about the memories we've had here let's go through and look at stock up are stocked down compared to where the series started. And let's begin with Ewan
1: Roy. Hold still, don't move. I mean, he he came and he uh, got some stuff off his chest at the funeral, and then he uh, voted for Kendall uh, because he apparently cares about keeping the company and the family. Ultimately, he's just gonna go back to Canada to uh complain about his grandson to whoever will listen so i don't see much of a change for him really just uh probably fewer trips to new york
0: yeah i think it's largely a hold uh i'm glad that he got to have his moment at the funeral i think he would have been fine either way Uh, i don't think he was particularly invested uh he didn't even have a line like explaining why he wanted to do it he wasn't kind of dispassionate about it maybe on some level he gets to be proud of greg as greg i think greg might ascend in that company
1: uh lucas Matson, easy one uh way up you know he he got his he got his content farm he's got his ceo his meat puppet ceo he's uh he's a happy boy uh not just stock
0: up i would say he's the biggest winner in this series far bigger than Tom. Uh,
1: And I don't even think it's particularly close Rava. Uh, Well, I I'm going to have to say uh, stock down because uh, Kendall is uh, in a bad, bad way right now. He's going to have more time to spend with his family. And also we finally, I don't know if we'd ever heard uh, anyone voice the idea that Rava's children were not Kendall's before. which was uh, one of the one of the darker moments of the uh, season.
0: Yeah, that was rough. Uh, it's stocked down. Uh, she wasn't happy with Kendall but considering um where the country's going, I don't know. You know, maybe they have a nice place upstate but she really uh, she didn't sure get do. a lot of moments for happiness
1: uh, in that series in the series. That's what I'll say. Hugo. Uh, they're all on the way out, right? All the old guard. Uh, so I would have to say stock down.
0: Stock down for me too. He came really close. I thought that Hugo played a really good game. Uh, The vote had gone another way. He would have been in a top position. It was really the only thing that he could have done. So I appreciated uh, the rat fuckery that
1: Hugo gave us throughout the seasons. Really impressive. Stewie. Stock up, I guess. Um, He voted against the sale, but uh, he was shaking hands with either Mattson or Tom afterwards. Like, congratulations. Stewie just thought that that was the play for more money for Stewie, so uh he's he's going to be happy uh, as long as he keeps getting his.
0: Yeah, stock up. I mean, the relationship with Kendall uh, it was transactional. Uh, now that Kendall doesn't have any real power, I think he's going to find new people to hang out with. Uh, what's he like? Unusual sex and bad drugs. Um, yeah. You know, interesting guy. Uh, yeah. Respect, Carl.
1: Uh, stock
0: down out the window see you later great singing voice though when he sang that irish
1: song uh there was a yes. no dry eye in the house yeah we didn't talk about that that was another one of the scenes of the episode where it was um, very funny uh connor's way of uh divvying up all the things in the apartment and then they come and the kids all kind of sit down and get serious and miss their dad a little bit and also i think there there was a lot of jealousy like why didn't i mean why was why didn't they get that uh it seemed like that's the one thing that connor might have actually had that none of them did uh these moments with friends you know with the with our our girl uh i can't i want to call her carrie carrie right carrie with her uh her head on uh logan's shoulders he's uh naming failed presidential slogans or whatever.
0: I thought that was really sweet. Uh, You know, I mean, I thought it was a bit contrived, but it was it was kind of like the bookend to like the scene that the kids have a little bit later on where you get to see them uh, being human. I I think that Carl is going to be just fine. the choices were golden parachute or one more time into the breach. Uh, Mm -hmm. He seems content uh, with whatever happens. Uh, Willa
1: probably stocked down. I mean, I guess it depends on the uh, on how the election turns out, what happens in Wisconsin. But uh, she's very close to being back in the theater, having Connor out of her hair and uh, being in a a ginormous uh, two or three level uh, apartment in New York City.
0: No, I think it's I think it's way up considering where she started. We heard of uh, she's getting another play uh, done. Uh, It seems like she's going to get her distance uh, and she's got that sweet uh, couch. That looks like a cow coming in uh, and she's getting a lot of that gaudy old world stuff out of that insane
1: apartment that she got uh, for a song. Colin. Uh, I'd say stock down for him because he's now the, uh, the bodyguard of a sad boy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really
0: see why Colin continues to do this now that Kendall doesn't have power. And that's something that I found a little bit interesting in the discussion uh i I don't i don't understand he doesn't need the money that bad i think he only took the job because he thought it was going to be uh he's going to be doing it for a a powerful person so i i can't imagine that colin's going to be following kendall around and providing his bodyguard services uh for a long time so more time for him to hang out in jeans and uh watch the history channel which is i imagine one of his
1: big passions jerry uh way up uh she can still make Roman uh, very emotional. Um, she's allowed in the office. She can come back whenever she wants now, I assume. Um, and she got a very hefty uh, severance, it seems. Yep. And she got to go out on a, a, a great limerick. Uh,
0: she's free of the Roy nonsense. Uh, it, she's not going to have the headache. She's going to be just fine. Uh serving whoever uh, you know if she gets back in the good graces or she can uh go out and uh get some more fun in the sun now we're getting to the 39 episode club which is uh you know lofty oh. praise uh you did not miss an episode these are the cal ripkins big boy the number one boy kendall roy now this now really consider from where we saw him at the beginning to where we saw him at the end
1: he was uh God, what was he in the first episode? We really on top of the world coming in with uh blasting the hip hop and going to buy uh what was a Volter the that episode? No, it wasn't. It was something else. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, your point stands. Well, he was he was on his way to buy something big and uh there were some issues, and now he's lost his entire company, and all he has is money. He doesn't have family, he doesn't like his uh regular family. Um, but he's also not addicted to drugs at the moment. So we'll, you know, let's call it a toss-up. It's tough.
0: It's a really tough one because I think from the first episode, uh, it's stocked down, but it's certainly stock up uh compared to where it's been. Uh it cratered a few times. I actually kind of have hope that he's gonna come out the other side of that. I don't think that he's doomed. Uh I, I think that it's going to sting for a while, but he loves to work. He'll find his passion. Uh, I mean, even there was the uh, rumor of maybe getting his hands on the hundred. They were hot for that. So maybe with some re- reconciliation that goes back on the table uh, and he gets to do something with his life. But yeah, it just, you know, just an amazing, complicated, challenging performance uh, from Jeremy Strong from the get go. I don't think we're going to see anything like it. Again, because I feel like it was so subtle and so expressive. uh, And uh, I'm bummed that
1: I don't get to see it again. I just like to think that from what we know about Jeremy Strong, that that was those are real foods in that refrigerator. They really pulled them out, really put them into a blender. It tasted disgusting. And he really chugged the entire thing and then said, yeah, now you have to dump it on my head because it's good TV. Well, he's already on
0: record in saying that he did do that. And also it is on record that when they were filming that last scene, that the actor who played Colin had to actually stop him from jumping in the water. Uh, So maybe a good thing for him personally that this is ending. Yeah. There it is. Oh my God. Yep. All right. Uh, The number two winner, Tommy Wamsgans.
1: Uh, Stock up just a tad. Uh, The new CEO of uh, Waystar Royco. I... I don't know if I, I believe that it was all set in motion by uh, a softball game four or five years ago, but uh, he's definitely stock up. Obviously. And it was his watch that went to uh, pay off that family, the one that he bought uh, Logan in the first episode. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, look, I the thing about that symbolism is I, I really think I'm going to choose to believe it, no matter what Jesse Armstrong says, because it's too good of a story. Uh, but if for some reason they really did do that, it's, it's just unbelievable. So I want it to be true. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and do my own research, even if the primaries tell me that it's not accurate. Frank Vernon, all 39 episodes.
1: What a tank. Um, sell, I guess, uh, every, everybody's on the shopping block. Tom is, uh, Tom's cutting close to the bone. He's, uh, he's the, the pain sponge. So now
0: I might have a different read because I, I think what's gonna happen to the board? Like they can reshuffle the board, but he obviously has a seat there, right?
1: Oh, I I don't know how real companies work. Sure. <laughs> Roman Roy. Uh I you know, I think he'll be okay. Um I don't know. He was just he was if you go back and watch uh the early episodes, especially the pilot, he's much more uh free spirited, you know, into like he like he has a, somebody come in and burn sage or something in a meeting. Um, he's constantly working out with a trainer in the first season, uh, with bad back. Um, and the, really the only thing that the only through line that stayed with him from like the first episode was that he uh he sits and sits places funny. So it's so perfect that like one of the last places we see him is sitting on a conference room table, uh, cross legged He didn't really want the job, but he wanted the job. But now the job's gone. And now he has money and he can go back to, he can go live with his mom. Uh, one of the highlights of the episode was when we first see Roman at his mom's house. And I'm like, oh, well, when he's not playing business, he uh, dresses like my toddler. Uh, that looks just like one of those t-shirts that you'd buy at Target where it's just a couple of different colors and it's the most plain t-shirt ever. I'm sure it's like $650 somewhere, but.
0: I had the same thought. He looked relaxed. He looked good. Now, obviously, like you saw him go from being really timid and like stop yelling at me uh, at the beginning of this episode to sort of finding his voice and feeling a bit more like Roman at the end. I'll controversially say stock up and buy on Roman because I think he's going to be happier outside of this universe. Mm -hmm. Uh, He gives voice to it by saying it's all bullshit, which I think was uh, maybe a quibble I had uh, getting that speech. Uh, That didn't really ring true to me, but now we know the way that he feels. So I think, you know, outside of our next guy who is, uh, you know, acquitted himself quite well, maybe he will
1: uh, be a lot more like Connor Roy uh yeah Connor again so much I mean he's he's great he's he's got money he's got his young beautiful wife he might have a uh position in a country that has nukes or is at least nuke adjacent um he's got pop's house what's what's not to love for Connor he's got a system for uh bequeathing what more could you want
0: He's great. It's a stock up. It's a big win. And, and, you know, we should all be more like him. I think that's kind of the lesson I took and great point about the video. Um, Cause I didn't think of that. Like Connor was there and facilitated that. And I didn't really believe that that's the way that Logan would be acting, but maybe he was able to turn it off, turn it off a little bit around Connor because he knew that Connor wasn't coming at his neck and didn't want to stand in his shoes. Shiv,
1: uh i mean that's tough uh you know from from a um strong businesswoman perspective uh it's a it's a big sell but also her personal life's a mess so that's also a sell she's got she's gonna have tom and mondale and uh the baby which she will or will not see uh she's god what a sad character but let's let's never forget that she's also a horrible person so let's not feel bad for her yeah
0: i don't know i think it's stock up i think this is the only way she was gonna get this close to it um she doesn't really she doesn't like to fail a test um She doesn't like to lose and she didn't lose. So I think that she will spin this as a victory and she's obviously not going to quit trying to gain influence. And I think that Tom being who he is, he's going to be loyal to her and as messed up as it is, them having a kid together is a huge point of leverage for her. So I actually think that there's the opportunity for her to grow and become a bigger part of this universe um, if she can negotiate that mattson relationship but who knows how that goes too because it's also like that guy changes uh his his personality and his views based on uh you know the most recent tweet he sent
1: yeah i mean who knows how long tom will be i mean once mattson's done all the chopping and let tom absorb all the pain who knows how long he'll keep tom around um but yeah for for shiv it's like you know, maybe the thing for her and Kendall to do is go back into the hundred and just let Roman go off and they can try and work together and be happy. And without the, without the succession, because the, in the beginning of the season, they did, they seem kind of happy. I mean, they immediately dropped it uh, when they found out that they might have a shot again. Yeah. Shiv. Uh, she'll be fine uh she obviously has a uh a hand to uh set her other hand on
0: (laughs) which is all we can
1: want out of life uh greg uh big stock up for our boy who started the series uh throwing up in a mascot head and now he wears very fancy suits and um puts uh different flavored beverages in people's eyes when uh they get wasabi in them
0: they grow up so quickly um and greg did some kind of nasty things mm. um he's going to continue to do nasty things but i do think that he retained a little bit of humanity uh to get where he got which again largely accidental but also because he was loyal and fostered that relationship with Tom as being a good hang. Uh, Maybe one of the lessons of succession is you get a long way by being a good hang. Last, certainly not least, uh, the only appropriate way to end this is on Logan Roy, who was the driving force behind this series, uh, the center of the universe, obviously he's dead. uh, So that's going to be a stock down, but do you think he would have been, happy with the
1: way that this ended that's that's a tough one um you wonder i mean could the show have still pulled off the same ending if they hadn't killed logan um you know i don't know um maybe um maybe he realizes it's time for him to step down or he's just he just physically can't do it and he wants them to keep the I mean, it wasn't a deal he was negotiating, but he really wants them to keep the, keep the business. But then Matson's, just, I mean, it just sucks because Brian Cox was so fun. Um, but yeah, he's, I guess, I don't know. I, I really don't know. It's it's tough to imagine a fictional character if they, I mean, this is what fanfic is, right? man i don't know stock uh down for logan because he's dead yeah but, uh,
0: safe answer safe yeah. answer um i think it's hard to answer as well um oh, okay. but i think that it's i think he would have been okay with it um he liked tom a lot he did promise it to tom yeah. he liked Matson. otherwise he wouldn't have done the deal. Um, Maybe it's another question to ask, uh, is this the only time he was ever beat? Because it seems like Gojo is getting the better of the deal. It seemed like Matson got everything that he wanted to uh, out of it. Um, and they did lose that family legacy. So I am of the belief that he got outplayed, um, that he ultimately lost. But then again, death can be, A great panacea because he wasn't alive to see it and i do think that it's appropriate that he never lived to see himself lose he was able to go out on top on his terms uh in an airplane bathroom doing business um would that we could all meet our demise doing something uh that we enjoy so thoroughly
1: yeah and people said some really lovely things at his funeral and uh in the print media so obviously a complicated fella um he was he left behind some very special ladies and uh a family that really wanted him to love them so uh it, it was a life lived for uh for Logan Roy so
0: that succession
1: um we learned
0: that Tom got to sit in the chair he also perhaps more importantly uh will get a blurb in the next New York <laughs> Times. He didn't get a blurb uh, for calling the election just a few weeks ago. Things happen very quickly. I feel like the person who wrote that piece is actually going to be in some trouble because it's like, who's the person? The person that we uh, couldn't even find uh, words for uh, on our graphic timeline uh, two days ago. Where were <laughs> you on this? Um, but we'll have to wait for the ancillary journalism side of covering the succession universe. Obviously. We love the show. We love doing the podcast, love talking about it. Uh, Not just you and I, not just the people in Slack uh, that we work with, but really actually the communal experience of having people react to it. It's going to be a long time, I think, until something ascends to this level. Um, But it's really special when it happens. Um, Loaded question. uh, But any, uh, any final thoughts on the show that was Succession?
1: i I got into it after the first season. Um, I thought I was just immediately taken by it. It's just solid, so many funny people. uh the drama was uh good and entertaining. Um, I don't know it was just it was just a great show. and you know i I think we're gonna be okay. Um, I mean we've got the the writer's strike to deal with right now. Uh, so it might be a little while until the next thing comes along, but I mean, we thought that appointment viewing was done with Game of Thrones, and uh, Succession's back. Their uh, Succession was back and turned into that. Um, I mean, we watched we watched Winning Time. Uh, it wasn't quite on that level. Uh, it got better as the season went went on. Um, there's there's plenty of opportunities out there, and I think we'll we'll see it again. It's just gonna be fewer and farther in between. So uh, I will miss Succession, but luckily next week we're gonna start recapping uh, our rewatch of Succession, starting with season one, episode one. Uh, I'm I'm just kidding everyone, uh, and Kyle who's just had a little heart attack. Um, but yeah, uh, Succession, good. Uh, we'll miss it.
0: Great, great summation. Um, I'll close by saying, if you like Succession, you really should check out Industry, another show that we love. Uh, Mark Mylot, who's uh, one of the head people on Succession, that's his project. It hits all the same beats. Uh, that mm-hmm. is going strong. That will be back for a season three. We will be recapping that one by episode. I think it's probably the closest thing uh, in Chasing the Dream, maybe there. Yeah. Um, so we got options, uh, and there'll be different discussions. But let's bid adieu to succession by saying fuck off (laughs) perfect